0: Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 105th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And today I'm going to show you what I believe to be the standard way to play pocket tens from out of position when facing an early position raiser. So at 500, 1,000 blinds, an unknown kid from third position raises to 2,600. And then everyone folds around to me in the small blind. So when you are out of position... Typically, you want to play small pots. That's just generally how poker works. Or you want to make the pot so large that you take away your opponent's post-flop advantage. And that's usually the case when you are somewhat short-stacked. But here, notice, we are actually very deep-stacked. And for that reason, I think you want to call and see what develops. This may seem a little bit risky because you will flop poorly with 10 somewhat often, but at the same time, this is the only way to ensure, or at least make it much more difficult for us to go broke with this hand after the flop. So, I do elect to call. And we see a flop. Heads up, flop. The big blindfolds. Flop comes 8 2 clubs. From out of position in this scenario, I'm almost always going to check. So, I do check. My opponent bets 2,800. And I like to check call. So, Similarly to how a lot of people are concerned with being outdrawn before the flop, whenever your opponent has something like Queen-Jack, for example, a lot of people are also afraid of letting their opponents outdraw them on the flop. They see that there are two clubs on the board. They see that there are a lot of overcards that could come. And in their minds, they think that every single one of those cards beat them. And that is simply not how poker works. Sure, some of the cards will beat you, but first off, We could just have the best hand even if a scary card comes. And also there's no guarantee that our opponent will continue betting even if he does improve to beat us. So this is a pretty great spot to check call. This lets your opponent continue bluffing on the turn. And it also makes it very difficult for me to lose a huge pot if I happen to be beat already. Notice that if I check raise the flop and my opponent sticks around, my tens are often in very bad shape. I'm usually against an overpair or a strong draw. And pocket 10s, if you run it against a range of overpairs and strong draws, is actually not in that great of shape. So the turn is a king of spades, not what I want to see. I check, and then the unknown kid bets 6,000 into the 12,700 pot. This, is, again, is a spot where a lot of people get afraid and fold, but I think you need to stick around, at least for one more street. And the reason is because a lot of people view the king, as an obviously scary card. So for that reason, though, almost blindly bet it. And if you think that your opponent will continue betting his entire range, especially his bluff range, on this obviously scary turn, then folding doesn't make a whole lot of sense with pocket 10s. You really want to stick around and allow your opponent to continue bluffing on the river. If the river is a bad card, I primarily a club or an over card to my 10s, I do think you will want to fold to to additional pressure. But in general, I think this is a spot where it's fine to call and see what develops on the turn. If you want to win at poker tournaments and poker in general, you have to become comfortable sticking around in spots where you don't know if you have the best hand. A lot of players really want to know immediately if they have the best hand or not. And what happens is they take a hand that traditionally has a pretty good amount of value, like pocket 10s, and turns it into some sort of weird bluff where you force your opponents to play very well. You'll find that you make money from poker when your opponents make mistakes. And if you check raise your opponents on the flop, for example, you make it very difficult for them to make too many, very costly errors. So, river's a queen, and like I said, I think here my plan is to check fold. However, if I do check and my opponent bets, you have to realize his value range should be very tight. Primarily just a king or better. And it's actually somewhat hard to have exactly a king or better. Um, if he would value bet a queen, then I have a very easy fold. But if he's only betting a king or better, you should actually consider calling. But I think in general, when a an ace, a queen, or a jack, or a club comes on the river, you probably do want to check fold. So I check. The unknown kid checks behind and... We win the pot, and that's it. This is a spot where the board actually did run out pretty bad. But my opponent was probably sitting there with pocket nines, or maybe ace jack, or pocket fives, something like that, and decided to just barrel the turn, see what happened, and then elected on the river to give up, thinking that he probably beats a lot of the busted draws. And that's actually true; he does beat all the busted draws. However, we happen to have the best hand, and ha- happen to have the best hand, and notice that we ended up winning a pretty sizable 12 big blind pot. Well, 12 big blinds off of our opponent in a spot where if we just three bet pre flop, our opponent may fold. Or if he does call our pre flop three bet, he may call our flop bet, then fold to an additional bet, which would return. I'm sorry. He may fold to call our pre flop bet, then fold to our flop bet, which would return roughly the same amount. Or if we call pre flop and then check raise the flop, he's frequently going to fold there, which would also cost us money. So, By playing it this way, we give ourselves the opportunity to get outdrawn. We let our opponent see all the cards. But at the same time, we typically win a little bit more and also make it very difficult for us to be put in a horrible spot when we happen to be crushed. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. If you like Weekly Poker Hand, I strongly suggest you check out my interactive poker learning experience over at pokercoaching.com. There, I show lots of hands that I play in a quiz format so you can test your skills and see where your plays are the same as mine and also where they differ. So be sure to check that out at pokercoaching.com. Thanks for being here, and be sure to check back next week for another episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Good luck in your games.